You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, and I am excited. We have a great show for you today. Our first guest is Christina Altmayer. She is the Executive Director for Children and Families Commission of Orange County. You know, the Children and Families Commission of Orange County works hard to improve the lives of children and their families. Joining us today is Christina, and I've asked her to share her experience with the commission along with, and we're going to spend some time talking about the annual report, which is called the OC Community Indicators Report, that they co-sponsor. This show is brought to you by our advertisers, Center Club, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, SunUp Group, and we support various Orange County nonprofits. To connect with me on LinkedIn, I am Richard Rick Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. CEO Peer Groups is my Twitter handle, and on your favorite podcasting software, type in these four words, Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll be able to get our weekly updates of our program that streams live here on octalkradio.net, and of course, don't miss our YouTube channel, Richard Franzi will be videotaping this show, and we'll put that up there as well. Christina, welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon. Thank you for having us. It's our pleasure. I appreciate you coming in. Before we talk about the organization and then the report, tell us a little bit about you and the organization that you lead. Great. Well, thank you again for having me here. Very excited. I am the Executive Director of the Children and Families Commission of Orange County. I have been in this position for about three years. Uh, Very excited to lead this organization, which is dedicating to supporting young children, the youngest children in our county, those that are prenatal through Mm -hmm. age five, and their families. Uh, We were formed by a proposition that was passed by the voters of California in 1998 that imposes a 50 cents tax on tobacco, and all of those uh, revenues are used to support young children in this county, healthy development, school readiness, and supporting their families. And your background? So prior to this position, I had been in actually uh, consulting for well over 20 years, working with local government. Um, in, I've worked in my career at the federal level, at the state level back in New York, um, mm-hmm. at the city level with the city of L.A., and then the majority of my career was in consulting for um, both the government and nonprofit sector. And... How do you like it so far? It's fabulous. Orange County is an incredible place to work. Very uh, People that are very passionate about their community. I think people that um, live and work here recognize just the incredible natural beauty yes. that we have here in Orange County and um, really are focused on making it a place for families to thrive. Excellent. Well, we're she's Christina Altmayer. Sorry, she's executive director for Children and Families Commission of Orange County. And the the report that you co-sponsor with three other organizations came to my attention earlier this year when I read an article. I think in the Orange County Register, and then I immediately registered for your September second program, which uh, it's an annual event, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll be talking about this again next year. But I would. I highly recommend you as a business leader, if you're in Southern California and Orange County in particular, uh, to attend. And there's good news and bad news in this report. So I will say that to everyone. We are not going to spend a lot of time on the good news, I because there are three areas that I think are concerning mm-hmm. that as business leaders we should be more aware of. So and I really appreciate you being here to help uh, illuminate a little bit about that. But before we get into the specifics of the Orange County Indicators, and it's the 2015 version, um, can you share the history and the background for this annual report? Because this is the first year that it kind of made it onto my radar screen. Great. Well, we're glad that the word is getting out about this report. 
The report actually has been developed for well over 10 years um, in partnership with the County of Orange. We were very excited this year from a supporter perspective that we were able to um, bring some new partners to the table. The report this year was sponsored by the Children and Families Commission, United Way, the Orange County Community Foundation, and CalOptima, which um, provides medical coverage for the Medi-Cal population here in Orange County. We also received um, tremendous support from the County of Orange, um, the Orange County Funders Roundtable, which is a collaborative of many foundations that are supporting the work in Orange County, Allegan Foundation, and also we've had a historical great partnership with OCBC, the Orange County Business Council, who helps us to really understand um, sort of the business context and the business and market environment of some of these trends that we're seeing. So very grateful for that partnership as well. Mm -hmm. And I understand in 2016, because right now, for those of you that are listening live, you know it's 2015, but if you're listening to us a podcast, you may not know that it's 2015. So next year, 2016, the report will be coming out earlier. Yes, our target is to come out um, hopefully by early May. And that's really just to um, better align with when some data is released so that the information is as current as possible. And also, I think for those that are doing uh, planning on a fiscal year basis, sort of the timing works out well. Right. Okay. So, as again, this this is a multi-paged report. It's a beautiful report, and we're going to talk about if you want to get a copy or download it, you, you, how you do that. But it's 52 pages of content, and we're going to focus on three specific areas here today, Christina. Those areas are, as I said a little earlier in the show, for me, they're areas of concern, uh, and they include housing, children's health, and the opportunity gap. So let's first discuss aging of Orange County. We have about three minutes for our first commercial break. What does the data tell us about the demographic trends on aging in Orange County? Well, I think for some, they're going to be surprising because when we think about Orange County, we think of families. We think of, you know, the families with the soccer moms. That's our Orange County demographic. And in reality, the data shows us that we're really aging. Um, And one of the things that's most striking to me, uh, you'll find this on page two of our report when you get it in front of you, is that we are going from a population um, currently of about 14% of our population being 65 and over to almost 25% by 2040 of our population being 65 and older. So we're getting older individually, but we're getting older as a community. Right. And we have other models outside of Orange County and other parts maybe of the country or the world of developed nations that are seeing this trend. And is it, in a general sense, is it something that we should be concerned about? Well, it's one of those um, trends that we can't really do much about, right? The population is going to all age. We know that we will all be getting older. But I think it's something that we have to be cognizant is about because it, ha- it, changes the demo- it changes the dynamics in which we work and live. Um, we will have less people that are eligible to work than we will. So that means that as we think about it, every single child becomes even that more important Mm -hmm. tomorrow than they are today because that's our future workforce. So we've got to make sure that we are investing in our future workforce because those are going to be the people that will buy our homes as we're ready to retire. Those are the people that will be paying into the tax base so that we can retire. Um, Those will be the people that are contributing into Social Security. So I think it puts increased pressure on making sure that every child in Orange County is doing the things they need to do to support our growth, going to school ready to learn, graduating from high school. And as our 
economic trends change, also being prepared um, with higher education so they can meet tomorrow's job demands. Uh, that's That was great to put that in context, because thank you for taking us in that direction, because as you explained it from your perspective, I, I totally get it, right? Right. but I might not have made that connection right off the top. So thank you, Christina Altmaier. We're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back, we're going to talk about those three areas of concern. You don't want to go anywhere, because when we come back, I'm going to ask her to explain this phrase, which is in the report, job rich and house poor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words on Critical Mass Radio Show. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sound board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Christina Altmaier, she is the Executive Director of Children and Families Commission of Orange County. She's generous enough to come and share some of the information in the report that her organization helps to fund. And as I said before the break, we're going to talk about the phrase that's in your report, job rich and house poor. You use that to describe Orange County. Christina, what's meant by that? Well, the good news is that Orange County for many years has benefited from a great and growing economy. I think as you look at some of the trend data, you'll see that our unemployment rate is always lower than the the California and the national average, which is great news. We have a diverse economy. Um, our high-tech industries are growing. Great news. This is a um, terrific place to be if you're a biomedical engineer or if you're a software developer or computer programmer. But it is a tough place to be for some of our low- to mid-income jobs. Um, housing prices are, as we know, bouncing back, which is great news for the construction industry. But the challenge of that is that it's tough for families to afford a single-family home or even apartments. And for a high percentage of the population, that home ownership as well as even home 
residency is really out of reach. Right. If we if we expand the term to be housing, not to just include single family homes that Absolutely. you own, but renting, the number of people in this county who need more than one income just to pay for the rent is shocking. Absolutely. I mean, we see one of the things that I find that uh, people find shocking is that there are 30,000 uh, Orange County homeless and housed insecure students. Wow. So over 30,000 here in Orange County, those are our children, and they are either homeless or they are doubled up, tripled up, which we see as an increasing trend, particularly in the, our dense urban areas, Anaheim, Santa Ana, and some other communities. Yeah, Orange we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Orange County's always kind of had the tale of two Orange Counties, and Absolutely. we're going to talk about that in the opportunity gap. That is a national problem, challenge, but it's also magnified here in Orange County. I'm talking with Christina Altmaier. We're, we're delving into just pieces and parts of the report that they put out, and I really would encourage you as a leader and business owner in Southern California to seek out this report. You know, the second area of concern that your report talks about are, are children and children health issues. And I wonder if you could be so kind as to share some of the findings with particular focus on children of low-income families. Because th- th- I think that is, when you use the term at risk, I mean, that is, and the opportunity ladder to move up, th- th- those are some of the children I'm most concerned about. Absolutely. Uh, let me take it in two parts. So the first part is really when you talk about children's health. And I think we know that as we see skyrocketing medical costs in this country, that a more economic approach is to ensure that children who will grow into adults are healthy at the outset and begin their life with healthy lifestyles. So you may find it shocking, as I did, that one-third of Orange County children are obese or at risk of obesity. How does that occur? Here's a great place of, you know, tremendous parks, and we think of um, our beautiful community, but we have this issue with childhood obesity. So when you project that, um, childhood obesity unfortunately often leads into adulthood and all the associated medical issues that we know, heart disease, um, diabetes. We're seeing children with diabetes incidences occurring younger and younger. So we need to give children the best start from a health perspective as well as from an educational perspective. Right. And when you said these are interrelated, right? So in the housing world where you have multiple families who have forced to live together just to be able to afford to make the basic rent, you can just you can just envision that that quality of life and the dinner table experience and the food on the table may not be of the same level as a single family home or even who are renting or whether they're owning. It's just it all work. As I listen to to the panel discussion and you and the other panelists talk, it's like Unfortunately, this is more complicated than even the statistics would indicate because of the interrelationships. Absolutely. And then when you go back to what we talked about earlier with the aging population, we want to make sure that these children are healthy, that they're succeeding in school because they're our future workforce and they're our future employment brace. We're talking with Christina Altmaier. She's the executive director of the Children and Families Commission of Orange County. We're sharing just some of the findings that came from their report. Uh, we've talked on, we've touched on two of the three. The third one is, you know, again of great interest to me and somewhat concern, and and that's what the term opportunity gap. So. You know, there's, this is currently has been a national discussion. It is a, it is it is quite a challenge, I think, for the for the country to face. But it's also a challenge that, unfortunately, seems to be even more prevalent here in Orange County. So I'm wondering if if you could define the term opportunity gap and then tell us about what the report shows for Orange County in this area of opportunity. In general, when we talk about the opportunity gap, we're talking about the challenges for lower educational attainment 
and the challenges for low-income families to really keep up. What is there, and do they have the opportunity for long-term success, financial health? We see that one of the biggest contributing factors is the skills gap. Great news is that people with bachelor's degrees or better gain 2 million jobs in our recovery. So we know that if you can achieve some of these educational markers, your long-term success is much better. But people with high school diplomas or less lost over 200,000 jobs. So big differential between those with high school graduation. Good news here in Orange County is that we've had a steady decline in the dropout rate which is great news, right. and that decline is occurring across all ethnic groups, um, which is great news, is and impressive. I think there's been a concerted effort among school districts and community partners to really address this. Good news, but it's to keep them on the path for success, as we can see from these job growth data, they've also got to get to that next level. Because a high school degree is better than not having a high school degree, but it's it does limit the number of opportunities that you have immediately available to you compared to a college education, right? Absolutely. There is some data that the Stanford Center on Social Policy Innovation just came out with recently indicating that 50% of those that do not have a high school degree, so it's a marker, will end up in poverty for a lifetime. Half. Half of those without a high school degree. So it's a protection against long-term poverty, but for economic growth, we know that we've got to get to that next level of educational attainment. Uh, we're talking with Christina Altmaier. And Christina, that, um, earlier this year I had Dr. Mira Farka on, and one of the prevalent systemic problems that our economy has in Orange County and nationally, and it, it's a kind of a, it is something that has to be dealt with, is what she's considering an underemployed class. Low skills, low education, men in their prime working age have been disproportionately affected by this recession. And as you just pointed out, your statistics reinforce that. The jobs haven't come back for them. And and so the concern is they're in their prime earning years now, and they're not able to find gainful employment. You're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. I, I don't want to take it to the logical extension of what do we do with this, but this is a... This is an issue that requires multidisciplinary and governmental focus, right? Absolutely. One of the things that we're working on, we there is the Orange County STEM Initiative, which is a partnership of funders, um, private philanthropists, the commission, other funders that are really focused on how do we develop those science, technology, engineering, math skills yes. from the preschool pop- pipeline up through high school, because those are the future jobs. So it is true. We have this challenge, but you can see all the data in here that's talking to the tremendous growth in the biotech and the other technology industries. Even, we were speaking with employers, even those that are going into car mechanics or car repair shops, there's a level of technology skills that you have to have. So it's going to take partnerships with the business community and the educational community to prepare our generation of the next workforce. So you read my mind, and that is since our audience are predominantly business executives, business owners, largely Southern California-focused, they are action-oriented individuals. Based on your organization's footprint here and other organizations that you know of what could we suggest because i don't want to leave them feeling like oh boy this was a this was a downer interview what can be done by business to help address these and and i think starting young is i mean you've convinced me you need to start young you do you do kids showing up for school for kindergarten readiness is so critical because if that child shows up to kindergarten ready they're more likely to be reading at grade level by third grade and if they're reading at grade level at third grade there's a very good shot they're going to graduate from high school so we've got to start early 
great role for business community, I think, to help work with education. We're starting to see some really creative partnerships now with school districts and businesses to train more specifically for the skills that that employer will need in the workplace. Um, And I think there's some great work that Orange County United Way is doing on their pathways. would encourage your listeners to get in touch with them, especially businesses. The Orange County Department of Education is also working on those business um, educational partnerships. So you use the term marker seven several times during the interview. So that that sounds like a term that I would like to adopt so that I can, because it, it feels like it's appropriate when you're dealing with data like this. So is it a marker that if you come in kindergarten ready and you can hit third grade proficiency, then that's predictive of future success potential? Absolutely. Okay. There's been a number of studies that show very predictive of high school graduation rates. Right. It seems to me that if you don't have a belly full of food, at least good food, it's hard to do well at anything in life, including school. So uh, from your experience, are we, is Orange County making progress on feeding our children? I think Orange County is, and I think the challenge, we were just at a community forum this morning discussing very similar issues. And the resources are there in the community. There's some unbelievable nonprofits. We have a great faith-based community here, which provides a very important role in helping families. What we often struggle with is how do we connect the family with the resources that exist in the community? How do we make sure that that family knows that there are both government and community programs and faith-based programs that can help strengthen that family and making sure that the word gets out to them, that the resources are there. This is an uninformed opinion, so correct me if I'm wrong, that it, on a t- in addition to, to the challenges that we have, we also have a language-slash-culture challenge with some of our lower-income residents, which I think would further complicate our ability to connect them to the resources. We are definitely a diverse community here in Orange County, and many school districts, particularly um, Anaheim, Santa Ana, Garden Grove, have upwards of 80% of their children, um, in some cases, that are English language learners. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yes, we do have a very diverse um, population. But, you know, one of the things that gives me uh, great comfort and hope for the future is that if you look at high school graduation rates, I'm going to come back to the good news. Yes, yes. Big growths in the Latino community. So I think that's terrific. That community has um, seen the biggest increase in the percentage of high school graduates. So I've, good signs. I had, um, I've had i had Don Reese on her show from um, Wooden Floor and focused on graduation rates and, and a couple other very worthy nonprofit organizations that are focused on that specific getting you ready for college when people thought college wasn't even possible. The transformation that these worthy organizations are able to have to in our community, it's really it is uh, heartening. It uh, is. And one of the that. things that organizations like that give, in addition to the resource, they give hope. And I think that's most important is right. giving hope for families. And community, and one does it, oh, maybe then the, the son, the second child can do it. And, and that just builds the momentum in the positive direction. So if someone would like to learn more about your organization and this report, where would you direct them online, Christine? Come to our website, occhildrenandfamilies.com. We have a link to the report. We also have a link to a a companion report called the Conditions of Children Report that looks at this data but then digs much deeper into it from a perspective of just looking at children 0 to 17. Both of those reports are available on our website as well as other data about children here in Orange County. Tell me that website again. occhildrenandfamilies.com. Okay. Well, I can't thank you enough. I mean, the time, I, I, uh, how do I say this? I look forward to interviewing you again next year. I'm not sure I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to reading the report, but it's, 
ignorance isn't an answer, is it? It's not. And uh, we can, you know, Orange County is a resilient, strong community. Yes. And I think we can do our best for our children and families, as we've always done. Right. I agree with you. But it requires us all first being aware of it and then deciding to do something positive about it and taking action, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you've been a great guest. Thank you. I hope you'll come back. I'd be happy to. All right. Well, thank you. We're going to take a short time out here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and we'll be back with our second guest, Tim Wasserman, who is CLO of 28 Strategy Execution, after these words from our valued sponsors. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. This holiday, there's the kind of gift card you give out, then there's the kind of gift card that gives back. With 10C's charitable giving cards, your company can give the gift of giving to employees, clients, friends, anyone you like. They, in turn, can use the card to make a donation to any local or national 501c3 charity of choice, while your company enjoys a tax deduction. Doing good is in the cards. 10C charitable giving cards. Call 714-953-5757 or visit 10C.org. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. As many of you know, I have been a member of the Center Club for over five years. I hold my monthly CEO peer group meetings there, my annual executive conferences, and my daily business meetings at the club. I found the staff to be both professional and courteous. My guests enjoy meeting at the Center Club with its newly remodeled meeting rooms, dining rooms, and common areas. If you're looking for a place to conduct meetings, host events, or meet some of Orange County's most successful business leaders, then consider joining Center Club in Costa Mesa. For additional information regarding club membership or maybe the private events that they host, maybe you have someone in your family having a wedding or a birthday party or something, consider the club and visit the club's website at center-club.com. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.